0: I'm Mark Shiver, glad to have you listening to this episode of the podcast. Thankfully, we're here today with a fresh word, believing that God has something specific that he wants you to hear. And so I'm excited to share it with you. And I hope that you will listen and be encouraged. You know, I've always told you at the beginning of every podcast the reason that this podcast exists, this ministry fueled by grace exists, is to encourage you in the great love of God. God loves you deeply, passionately. He loves you uh, without end and unconditionally. And if you are someone who at this time in your life, you're having a hard time believing that God loves you, believe it because it's true. He loves you so very, very much. And I just want to encourage you today to know beyond a shadow of any doubt that God does in fact, love you. Well, it's Easter weekend, and I want to share with you something I'm calling the Easter effect. What is the Easter effect? Well, it's life-changing, and I'm going to share it with you, and hopefully you can grasp a hold of this powerful truth that I'm going to share with you right now, and it will change your life. So many Christians are struggling to find peace in their lives to find rest in their lives they believe that God is you know judging them has them on a hamster wheel so to speak of performance they're hearing this from their church ministers pastors week after week this focus on sin and performance and repentance and all of this stuff and the body of Christ needs to hear The truth, the truth that you can walk in rest every day. You can walk in peace every day. It's the Easter effect that will change your life. So now, what are we celebrating when we celebrate Easter? Well, that's a dumb question, right? It's not the bunny and the eggs. It's Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Have you ever wondered how or why he was able to do that? Well, I think it's pretty simple, actually. The Bible says in the book of Romans, the wages of sin is death. But you see, Jesus never sinned. He obeyed God's commands and God's laws and everything perfectly in his life. And so he gave his life up to die. He gave himself up to die. But death could not hold him. It did not have a legal hold on Jesus. You see, God set the parameters in place. And before I go any further, let me just remind you of something. God made all of the rules, okay? And Jesus fulfilled all of the rules. And so when you sit in church and you hear uh, things that are adding to what Jesus accomplished on the cross, your radar ought to go up and say, wait a minute, this is not correct. You see, Jesus fulfilled all of God's rules. God demanded justice for sin and he got it. He poured all of the sin of the world onto his son and Jesus paid the wages of sin. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. But death couldn't hold him. It had no legal right to him. The wages of sin is death. But Jesus, hallelujah, he never sinned. And he came up out of that grave. He was the firstborn from the dead. And now, now the Easter effect could kick in. And what is that exactly? Well, I want to tell you that one of the things that is most troublesome to hear uh, in churches across the body of Christ, and even on television and, and pastors and podcasts, is that we as believers have an evil heart. Jeremiah says, you know, the heart of man is wicked, And boy, you can preach on that. I mean, I could go 30 minutes and not even take a breath talking about that. And a lot of pastors do. And they tell that to Christians, to believers. But you see, that is so wrong. Yes, we are all born into sin. What Adam and Eve did in the garden is etched onto our DNA as humans, as part of the human race. But when Jesus took all of our sin and died, allowed himself to die and came up out of the tomb, victorious over death, he paved the way for a new creation to be made inside of those who believe. If you have received Jesus into your life, you've believed the gospel, you are a new creation. You have a new heart. And guess what? The new heart does not sin. The new man does not sin. The new creation does not sin. And I'm telling you, the Easter effect will change your life when you begin to look into the mirror and say, wait a minute, I don't have an evil heart. I have a new heart. I have a heart that is pure and righteous and holy. I have a new heart. It amazes me, and I've been saying this for years, that pastors continue to talk about how we have an evil heart. They pull this, uh, you know, pastors are good, and and I love pastors. Every pastor I know, uh, I can say that I respect them, but I just, I don't understand what is this obsession with trying to manipulate people by pulling a verse here and there out of the Old Testament and trying to build a theology on it. Because yeah, Jeremiah did say, you know, the heart of man is wicked, but the very foundation of our belief system of Christianity, the very heart and soul of it can be found in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. This is what the Easter effect is all about. This is the new covenant, the essence of the new covenant. This is what Jesus paved the way for when he died and rose from the dead. When you receive the gospel and believe the gospel, a new creation is formed inside of you. Remember, Nicodemus came to to Jesus and was having a little chat with him. And Jesus said, you must be born again. And Nicodemus scratched his head. "What, what, What do you mean by that? You can't be born again from your mama's womb. And Jesus said, you have to be born of the spirit. You have to be made a new creation. And Paul talks about it all throughout Romans. He talks about how uh, we are a new man and that the old man has been crucified. And so people then say, well, Mark, you know, people still sin, I still sin, you still sin. What about that? Well, Paul, he went on this big lament. You can read it. You've read it. I do the things I don't want to do and the things I want to do, I don't do. What am I going to do? Help me, Lord. (laughs) You know, you could just hear Paul saying, it's driving me crazy. But he says, thanks be to God. You see, he knew that sin had been quarantined, so to speak, in the body, the flesh, the human body, the same body that you had before you are born again and the same one that you have now you are going to sin until you take your last breath in the body that you are living in but but that is no longer who you are if you are born again because you have a new creation a new man you are a new creation and inside of your body Is where that new creation dwells. And guess what? The Easter effect opened the door for the Holy Spirit of God to come into your body and to reside in your body in union with that new man, with that new creation. And do you think, okay, logically, do you think that God, who is holy, would be in union with something that was not holy? if the new man, the new creation could sin, no, he wouldn't uh, join himself to that, but he made us new, new in Christ, and so you have a new heart. God said, I'll put a new heart within you. Take away that heart of stone, that old, uh, old, hard, calloused heart, and give you a heart of flesh, one that is uh, able to be Loved and to 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 feel the presence of God and the peace and the joy of God, the Easter effect can change your life if you will make a commitment to believe that you have a new heart and that that new heart cannot sin. And if you will make a commitment to believe that when your uh, well-intentioned, well-meaning pastor starts talking about, you know, you've got an evil heart. He's not talking about you if you're born again because you don't have an evil heart. The problem is, I figured this out, maybe it took me a little longer than it should have, but a lot of pastors are, even though the room may be full of, you know, 400 Christians and eight non-Christians, the bulk of their sermon is aimed right at those non-believers. They want to get people saved. And so what you have is uh, a lot of believers hearing messages that they are taking uh, as unto themselves. And so they leave there thinking, well, golly, I've got a wicked heart. Pastor just said, I've got a wicked heart. But why don't you just stop in the middle of that sermon and say, hold on, that's not for me. I don't have an evil heart. I have a heart that is new, that cannot sin, praise God. It is alive, it is in union with the spirit of God and it is the new covenant, it is the actual foundation of a new covenant that God made through his son. I will put in you a new heart. So pastor, I know you must be preaching to the unbelievers because I have a new heart. And the Spirit of God is joined to that heart. I am in union with the Spirit of God. And now I can have wisdom and I can have peace and I can have joy. And yes, I know that in this body, there is going to be uh, sin. I'm gonna do things that I shouldn't do. But thanks be to God, Christ is in me. And I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. And so you see, we need to get an understanding Of the gospel, okay? Don't receive a message that says you have a wicked heart. Don't. It's not true. I'm not criticizing anybody specifically. I'm just saying we have a need in the church to uh, have a uh, revival of the Easter effect, an understanding of what happened when Jesus rose from the dead. He paid for our sins on the cross. You know that? He paid for all of our sins. We're forgiven. And when he went into that tomb and rose again, we rose with him. New creations. Could we actually be seated with Christ in heavenly places if, if we were, you know, well, we're just old sinners? No, the new creation doesn't sin. And it's that new man that is seated with Christ in heavenly places. And so, Jesus being the door to heaven, it says, My sheep, they go in, they come out, they're nurtured. They, and wow, what a revelation! You can live your Christian life in peace and joy, and knowing that you are a new creation. Once the Easter effect gets a hold of you, you'll never be able to go back to to a performance-driven mentality of Christianity. You know why? Because Paul says in Romans that the kingdom of heaven is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. And so when you realize that the Holy Ghost lives inside of you, and he is in union with that new creation, that was born again, when you received the gospel, when you received Christ, when you believed God's plan of salvation, when you believed the gospel, he came into your body and is in union with that new creation. And you can know, well, I have joy, I have peace, I'm righteous. You know, knowing that you're righteous will bring you a great deal of joy and peace and rest. And so let's embrace the Easter effect, the effect, the power that happened, that came into existence when Jesus Christ came out of that tomb. And now we who believe have new hearts. The new covenant is in effect. The Easter effect is alive and well. And it's amazing. It is amazing. Praise God. I want to pray for you, and and hopefully this message will change your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that those who have listened to this message today will be blessed, and that they will see that there was an impact, there was an effect that we celebrate as Easter, Jesus Christ rising from the dead, and that that effect is that those who believe, those who are saved, have new hearts that are in union with you by the Holy Spirit. And that we can enjoy your presence, your peace, your rest, your grace, your righteousness, your love. All because Jesus died for us and rose from the grave. Father, make it real to every one of us, I pray. In the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.